to Dealing With It. It's a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. It is. I'm Trish. I'm the mom. My name is Matt, and I am the son, and I don't think we can ignore <laughs> all the cuteness that is in the room right now. Well, this is my... Um, Your goal from last week. My goal week. from last week was to bring Louie home and set up... Uh, you know, and for us to get acquainted, and so... So, real quick, before we get into the whole yeah. story, so you had been, I mean, you, like, two weeks ago on this podcast, you were like, maybe a dog one day, I could see I it. I know, I'm kind of thinking about it, and... And then, like, less, maybe about 24 hours later, you call, and you're like, or you send a picture uh-huh. of, like, look, look at look this what guy. Happened. Yeah, yeah. And so, you're like, okay, all right, mom's pulling the trigger, Okay. Getting a dog. Getting a dog. Right. Okay. So from there, mm-hmm. last where we spoke last week, you uh, were going. You were going to pick up Louie. Little Louie. And we we're going to. You're going to get him home. Right. Then, He's a three-year-old Yorkie. I was looking for a dog that was a little older, not quite too hyper. A little easier to take care of. Uh, so where potty training would be, you know, I mean, just all the benefits of having a, a dog that's not a puppy. Yeah. So. so um. That goal was met. Louie's home, and and that's all great. So I went to pick up Louie on Tuesday um, at the Humane Society, little rescue man, and the lady who works there uh, behind the desk got a phone call just while I was right up there, just by chance, got a phone call. And it was about a dog that she had been fostering for the Humane Society, uh, Shih Tzu. And... So I said to her, oh my goodness, how fun. You know, that's my second favorite uh, breed of dog. That's so great. And she looked at me and she said, well, I'm fostering this animal because she was too young to be adopted out at the time when people came in. Um, They brought in a little litter of puppies and stuff. And they were just too young to be adopted out. So she was fostering the dog. And then the people who were going to adopt the dog had backed out. So she was just learning that, but they were going to make a few phone calls. And I said, well, here, give me your card. And on the back, I wrote my name, my phone number, and I wrote plan B. I said, you know what? If it doesn't work out, give me a call. I think that this would be really sweet, really sweet. And I don't know what I was thinking, (laughs) but I have to say I do now have two dogs. Yeah, plan B became the plan. With little, uh, so my Yorkie, little Louis Armstrong, (laughs) Oliver Stone uh, here. But we also have Miss Ella Fitzgerald, the uh, little dog who is uh, part uh, Shih Tzu, and it looks to me like some kind of a poodle going on there. She is tiny. And tiny, she tiny. is a eight-week-old puppy, folks. This is a puppy with the want to chew on your hand, and um, so I, 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 I just felt like it was meant to be, though. I so on one day I went from. You know, within really 12 hours, no pets to two dogs in my house. Um, so anyway, they yeah. called me that night about, you know, quarter to seven. And she just said to me, you know, that if you really want this dog, you can have her. You can have her. I said, I'm on my way. How how late are you close? You know, how late are you yeah. open? But how late till you close? Well, it was about 20 minutes is when they would close. I said, I'm there. I'm coming down. Because I didn't want her to have to spend the night in the yap. Because there's just a lot of dog yapping. It's a really intense environment. It feels like yeah. it would be stressful. And she hadn't been in that environment. She'd been fostered in a home, and I just thought, this, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna go there, let's just take care of it. So anyway, I, I am now the uh, proud mommy of, of two dogs. Two dogs. Two dogs who are both tiny, uh, little pets, and they are actually fun. It's kind of fun to have. Well, it seems like a they're, little gonna, life they're kind of going keeping on. each other occupied. Yeah, they both came, you know, really on the same day, so nobody had an advantage of this is mine and territorial over the other one. And um, so they have their strengths, they have their challenges, and right now everything <laughs> feels new. That is Ella. Well, Ella. Uh, so going from having zero dogs to two dogs, um, <laughs> how is it? I. How are you dealing with it? <laughs> well, what I've noticed about my myself is for the last really six months, I have been all about, I mean, everything here had been pretty much controlled. I had two cats, but their, their joy in life was ignoring me <laughs> for the most part. And so, you know, I could keep things clean. I kept things mopped and swept. Um, at night before I go to bed, things were picked up. The counters 
clean and shiny in the kitchen. I mean, you know, because it's just you. It's yeah. easy to do. What I'm learning in the, this last week is that, uh, you know, imperfection again. It, we're coming back to roll with the punches, you know. Um, I think maybe in the time before these pets, I really didn't have a lot of resiliency to um, have a lot of unexpected, you know, stressors happen. And now with these guys, you know, um, I've gone through half a roll of paper towels, pick, you know, mopping up stuff off the floor and yeah. spraying stuff that so they apparently repels them. And, uh, you know, I'm standing outside and, you know, can I in the middle of the night, three in the morning and the stars are lovely out there at three in the morning. It's just fine. <laughs> and the moon and uh, the rain. And the <laughs> so um, I'm dealing with it. I am. Um, I, I, I'm happy about it, but it is, it is two little dogs are chaos. I mean, it just is. And well, I with mean, that and comes your... Louie's like, what, three? And then, yeah, yeah. so this one's two months. And yeah. It's Louis. a new environment, and they're getting yeah. settled in. And yeah, yeah there's got to be just a, 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 a big change of pace. It uh, is. It really is. New schedules, um, you know, waking up bright and early, make sure that they get outside, coming in, putting out toys so I can get back in the bed. Yeah. I have a, a baby gate here now across my bedroom door so that basically they're in the bedroom with me with the the gate on the door so i'm in the dog crate too i mean the dog crate is yeah, my yeah, yeah. is my lovely One large dog that, crate yeah. my lovely um yeah my lovely bedroom and it still is it's just now uh, a little more dog toys than i've ever had so are you uh kind of looking forward to to having that sort of uh like setting more of a schedule and kind of i think having so. a, a yeah, like accountability yeah. kind of a thing. So today I went uh, to a movie and out to one of my friends' house. Uh, a couple of us met there for dinner, and and it was really fun. So um, Louis, three years old, he he was good to stay here in the the bedroom, the big dog crate here yeah. in the house. But um, but Ella being so young, you know, going to a movie and then me being out to dinner, I I took her over to my neighbor Jan, whose um, uh, husband passed the, uh, just recent. just over a week ago. Yeah, and she. Um, she loved dogs. She yeah. loves dogs. And she had met Ella before and was anxious to have time with her. So she was my babysitter today and took care of the, the puppy puppy. And, you know, so, I mean, it yeah, on different levels, she's, she's going to be good for lots of us, I think. Yeah, for sure. All oh. right, so what was your goal for the week? Well, my goal was to do some reading every night. Oh. Uh, and I did zero reading any night. I I don't think I think I left recording last week, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it popped back in my mind that that was my goal. Yeah, that's uh, all right. I don't know what it is. I don't, I'm allergic to reading. I don't know what it is. I, I really enjoy doing it. Yeah, uh, but, but you have to be really in the right frame of mind to be able to settle in and focus on a book. And yeah, yeah, to me, and you have to be able to not really interact with things going on around you and exactly. maybe you're more in felt more social this week or something something it's yeah it's been a, a pretty big like you know I, I i feel like every week is pretty big for as far as reflecting sure. I'm, I'm kind of uh with my experiences going to therapy and um and sort of just trying to work out my anxieties and whatnot mm-hmm. i do feel like i'm doing a lot of just reflecting and and thinking and like experimenting seeing right like new what's ways working of what's and... working for me or or you know what's not but uh, so yeah, it's just been kind of a big week that way, but um, no, I mean I kind of feel like uh, I really dropped the ball though on on the um, book. I, I I enjoy the book that I've been reading. I just have. <laughs> well, you know I what? I was going to bring home one puppy. I I brought home two. So at, let's just say I carried it for both of you us. You doubled up on yours just to help to cover you up along. on me oh, failing at mine completely. No, I think well, that makes I don't total think we sense. Say failing, I say. <laughs> It was un- unmet at this time. An unmet and yet to be met goal. A future goal. It's yeah. it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm more excited about your goal. Well, my goal um, is, is <laughs> I don't know, shaking my head there, <laughs> shaking my head. All right. So something very frightening happened this week, though. Okay. What happened? Okay. Um, had the puppies out at seven in the morning on Friday morning. And this Louie, who can't be groomed for two weeks because, you know, he's just was neutered. And he's a Yorkie, but he has hair every which way, right? He's a really hairy boy. Yeah. So it's misleading on how big he is. He, we were outside in the backyard 
and he got through a gate. A gate that just the space between the gate and the post of the um, fence. Yeah. Was, oh man, just, just not tiny, that wide. Tiny. It's like maybe four or five inches wide. And this dog, who I thought was bigger than that, walked right through it. Yeah. This animal, uh, so I, I'm looking for Ella picking her up, running back up the hill, going out in the front yard, saying some not kind words. <laughs> uh, well, they're kind of <laughs> words. And calling this dog who doesn't really know his name. Yeah, brand new. And he, he doesn't just, know he really know where he is. And he's heading down towards a rather busy street. Oh, no. And I am a half a block behind him, calling him, calling him, calling him. He's sniffing and going back along, going back along. He goes right out into the middle of the street and is, I thought, hit by a car. Because a car came right over the top of him. No way. No, I'm not kidding you. And he came rolling out back towards the street and yipping. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. Oh, my gosh. And um, came running to me at that point. Sort of like, mom, 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 yeah, mom, mom. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. <laughs> and it was like, oh, man. And he was running on all four legs. And so it was. Uh, it just I went right like, over top. He, like your other brother said, your brother Sam said, he just, he cashed in all his chips on that one. Right. Right. There. I know. Because he, honestly, a car went over the top of him. I saw it. But just, he was between the wheels. Yeah. And came sailing back out. And it was like day three of owning this dog. And I almost watched him die. Yeah. And I didn't like that. No, no. (laughs) How did that feel? Well. I mean, I can imagine awful. (laughs) Well, I was walking towards him. And do you you remember uh, the first... uh, I'm I'm a little worried about my reaction to be honest with you because I feel like maybe I was more emotionally flat about it. Yeah. Because I was just trying to find him, I was just trying to get to him, um, and he wasn't coming to me, and it was frustrating. And you know, in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, when the one kid is drinking all the chocolate out of the thing, and he's uh-huh. like, "Stop, Augustus, no." Stop. Was no. that the one? Is that the or uh, is that the kid? There's one. Don't do that. No, don't. Back Stop. Up. Yeah. yeah, I just <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like that was me on the inside. Um, and the dog came zipping back to me and I picked him up and I carried him back to the house. And it's, I mean, it was like my friends were saying, you know, if you'd seen him really be hurt, that probably would have impacted more. But it's a horrible, scary story that I'm not getting out of my head. But my reaction was not that like I was panic. Num- almost numb to the whole thing. It was weird. And I, um, at seven, I don't know why I was numb to the whole thing. No. But honestly, my thoughts were. Oh my god! Oh my, you know, of course. Yeah. Second thought is, I paid too much for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't even got my money's worth. Right. Day you. three, you're just gonna prove to me that I'm not ready for what? this. Yeah. Um. So what it it brought to light is that well, I the fence now is definitely uh, blocked very well. Yeah. And um, you, well, your your brother came over that morning. He had his his daughter with him. I was gonna watch the baby for him that morning. And um, he looked at me right away and he goes, Mom, you know, what's wrong? What's your face? What's up? And I just told him the story and he's like, you know, you know, oh my goodness. And, um, but, so he came back at his lunch hour and got the fence all like tightened up and uh, with all the fun things he could find in the garage. There's a, a wheel, like the metal wheel rim. And there's a, there's a piece of wood with a, whe- a wheel rim behind it and a microphone stand behind that. Oh, yeah. All, all the stuff that would be in our garage. So um, it's well blocked now. Gone out many times since then. The dog cannot get back out. But it was just, ah, so, like, it brought back really quick the responsibility that comes with being a pet owner yeah. and the things that can go wrong so fast. Um, well, and just like you out of control, I couldn't the get control. There. That's the thing of like having, like you're saying, this kind of the last like six months of being very much in control of everything. Needing in your, to have control, and then here and then, you come, and three days later, yeah, it just, it just took me right back. It's a car going right over top of, um, yeah, and um, he did a really nice duck and roll kind of thing. Yeah. I was, but I don't want to see that anymore. So. Uh, this this little Louie and I are going to sign up for some obedience classes so that when I do call his name, he does. And I no, have to yeah. learn how to 
to do that and follow through and be very consistent with that for his safety and as well as not having two animals running amok here because this isn't that's not the house I want I really do want a house that is great for all of us to live in together yeah yeah but anyway, that was a scary moment that uh, I'll reflect on for a while. Did it, did it sound scary the way I said it? Oh, I think it sounds so oh, scary. Oh, did I tell it good? It brought it brought back uh, memories of uh, our old dog, Buddy. You remember that? And the school bus? And he went out and he, I don't know what it was, he ran right in the middle of the road and decided to lift his leg on a, a school bus that was speeding down the street. The street. I and just like, think he wanted to chase a car, but had never, anyway, yeah, he I got hit by he that got, bus. It, the bus hit him and he, he broke his leg. He, yeah, he flew up in the air. And he like spun and he yeah. like pooped all over himself. It was, it was crazy. Really, and you two boys were saw. We were all oh, we were there, all standing right there. And I, you yeah, saw. I was just like, oh my god! And you guys were upset. Of course, it was upsetting. And uh, then you had to walk around like a little pirate with a little cast. He on did a little blue cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really cute. But it, it, lucky to be alive. I don't know how Louie made it over. You know that. So oh, and yeah. I can just imagine what kind of day that per, that driver probably. thought. I, I don't know. I don't know. But. Man, anyway. that is scary. That sounds like you've had uh, quite the week. Well, it kind of made me wonder, what was I thinking? My quiet life wasn't a bad life. <laughs> yeah. It went from being quiet I, to very why loud. Why do I need one more tragedy <laughs> yeah. in my world? But um, I don't think it'll be a tragedy. I think we're, you know, it wasn't a tragedy. He's fine. You know, he'd just been neutered. So here I am worrying about his, his little stitches and keeping, and then he uh-huh. runs out under a car. I mean, really, Louie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only supposed to be worrying about a few stitches this week with you. Oh, I guess lucky he is so small. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks that yeah. he could slip through the fence, yeah. but good that he uh, was small enough that a car didn't well, get him. So, you know, he had run away from his home and was found and taken to the Humane Society. So I think he appreciates freedom. I think this dog appreciates being out on the loose. And so I'm going to, well, have to just make super sure that the front door is not an exit out there, but the gate. And and then again, that he learns to get your business back here to me. When, yeah. And I, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, this week I've had this very, um, I don't know, it's been that, so we... Um, where we are in Idaho, there's in Boise, there's the Treefort Music Festival that happens every year. Yeah, and it's a, um, like a a four day, five day, yeah, music festival uh, that goes on, and I'm going to be participating in three events. Yeah, you are. That's both, so bo- cool. Both bands I'm in are playing, and then the other uh, podcast I do with Genuine Russell Boy Podcast. Yeah, uh, is doing a live podcast, our very first live one. Um, and as excited as I am to get to be a part of this, I'm feeling very overwhelmed with how many things I'm going to have to do in, uh, to leading up to get ready for. And then also during that, that weekend, yeah. um, it's, it's not like everything else stops that you do. No, no, not yeah. at all. And, um, and there's just quite a bit to get ready for. And I, I'm trying to sort of deal with being, um, overwhelmed. Uh, I, I'm, I've always been someone who, if I have more than like, one or two projects to do yeah. I I almost can't get anything done yeah. um, so I don't know why I'm doing this to myself but like <laughs> it's um, it's exciting and and it'll be fun but it's I've been trying to sort of find ways to to take the, the that sense of being overwhelmed or that stress and um, and deal with it like right. honestly like, like to, to manage it in a way that I'm not uh, constantly like blowing it up in my head when it's you know just to make it I remember when um, in the in the job of being a school administrator from time to time you're put in a position of public speaking and it wasn't my favorite thing and um, you know for groups of Mm -hmm. uh, you know from 50 to 300 400 people and somewhere along the line I I think it's it's almost the vocabulary you use when you think about it. You have to change up your vocabulary to I have to, to I get to. Yeah. Um, trying to reframe what you're calling anxiety to call it uh, excitement. Mm-hmm. And just let your kind of filter things through to the best of your ability to your brain so that you're telling it, I am super excited to get to do this. Yeah. It'll be, I just know, and until it got to be where if I were, you know, giving a, a, let's say a teacher of the year, sort of a speech or something that you're, you're recognizing a person who's worked really hard that year and you're bringing them up in front of all the peers. 
I stop thinking about it as me giving the speech. It's I have this opportunity to lead honoring this person and put my focus on the purpose. So if you put your focus maybe, and I'm, I'm not telling you what to do. Oh, no, no, I, no, no, I don't no, no, play no. too I appreciate, I know, I appreciate um, it. But maybe my focus rather than on oh, what this means to me, it's like I am really kind of looking forward to being able to to give an audience an opportunity. I'm glad I get to be a part of this so that the audience will get to hear. So, or And these other bandmates of mine, they're going to shine because I'm going to yeah. keep this beat behind them and I'm going to make sure that they are rock solid. And- exactly. That's actually exactly what I've been sort of... Uh, funny you say that. I mean, it's just like well, that's, that's how I've been approaching it is to sort of take myself out of the equation to, yeah. to, to, to look at, at the whole situation as not of like, all right, I have to do this Wednesday, mm-hmm. then I have to do this Friday, then I have to do this Sunday, and we, have, and we have to get ready for this. Like, instead of all that I have to do, I have to do, it's like, I'm a part of these things that are happening, and it's not just me. It's it's my bandmates, it's mm-hmm. my the other guys I do podcasts with, um, and it's just this whole, uh, the, the festival is so much fun. There's people from all around that come, and it grows every year. They, some, like, they, big have, bands. they close down streets for that. Oh, it's it's downtown what, Boise. It's what the whole city is about for yeah. the, those days, and it's a blast. I mean, um, but and you are the face of Treefort. I mean, some could say, and you know what's oh, fun? They've been in three of their no. three thousand events. Oh, there's so much yeah. going on. There's so much going on. But I, uh, it's all useful. I will have three different. <laughs> this is just stupid, but I'm gonna have three different looks. Oh, that's thing. right. It's just how it's going to go because the first night we're playing, um, it's just one of my bands. It's just, uh, I'm just going to look the way that I look. Uh-huh. But the second day, or the second thing I have to do um, is the WrestleBoy podcast where the, we're going to do a, um, a live story for. And so I'm dressing up like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, how fun. And so I have to shave and do a goatee. Shave your beard? <laughs> uh-huh. And your head? Well, I'm going to get a bald cap. Oh, okay. I but, mean, like, I was just, how committed are you? No, not that committed. But the next night, or the next show is Urban Outfielders, so I'll shave into just a mustache. And for my baseball gimmick. Wait a minute, but you're shaving? Into just... a, to a goatee. Oh! And then I'll shave the okay, bottom part okay, off. Okay, okay. Which I'm, that actually gives me the most anxiety, because I've never, Dad always wore a goatee, Sam rocks a goatee, I've never looked good. With one is not a facial hair that my face works with, and I'm gonna feel so dumb. The, while you know, I, have it. I, I don't, I don't think you ought to predict that. I can't. I, I really don't. All right. I, I think I, you ought to say, I am getting the opportunity. I've shaved, to wear a face I haven't worn before. What, yeah, I, that is. How and I'm, what if you love it and then you have to take it off the next day anyway? I don't know if I'm gonna love it. I, <laughs> every time I've shaved before, I've done it like. I'll mess around with like different styles and stuff just as it's going sure, away. Yeah, yeah. And I've shaved into the goatee. Are you the kid that had the handlebar mustache for a while? Yeah. I recall that. Yeah. I did wear that proudly for a while. I, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I know. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, who's to say? Who's to who's say? To bring it back? Who's to say? So. Um, but that whole, that whole idea of like, this isn't just about. Me, it is, I am feeling overwhelmed with how much there is, but there's also a really cool sense of collaboration that this whole thing is going to, to, to be. Um, and so I, I am, I am thinking like that way. I've been doing a lot of, I've still been getting up like earlier than, than normal before work and, and meditating and doing things. And one of the things that I've been really, um, focusing on while I'm doing these like meditations in the morning is... You know, it's all about kind of recognizing your thought, not trying, not trying to completely empty my mind, but being able to sort of just allow my my thoughts to flow mm-hmm. without, you know, having to, to to grasp onto each of them and stuff. Just kind of watching them. And so, what yeah. I'm trying to like do is like like honestly visualize. One of the things that I heard in one of these meditation things was, uh, uh, I'll, I, those thoughts. I kind of just pretend like they're like a like a balloon like mm-hmm. I have this thought and it's a balloon and I can let that balloon sort of float away mm-hmm. yeah. because like what it really comes down to is is it's just me sitting at my kitchen table meditating even though I have this world in mm-hmm. my head that's just swirling um, to sort of like visualize those thoughts as like a balloon yeah. or something and let it float away and kind of just be like it helps sort of put it into perspective it's like okay I do have three things to do over the course of these this, this big weekend and you know there's going to be a lot to get prepared for it but at the end of it, it is going to be a really cool accomplishment, mm-hmm. I think, to look at and uh, to be a part of. Um, so how many weeks until that weekend? 
so that's, I mean, it's about a month from now, a little over a month from now. So five weeks probably about. Is it in March? Uh-huh. March 20, I think it's the 22nd through the 25th or mm. something. But We'll um, have to talk about how how mommies get comp tickets. Oh, I got guest spots. No. Oh, yeah. You are really, you're really up there. Yeah, I'll say, I will say we were playing very late. Um, the only thing that's like at a reasonable hour is the, uh, uh, the podcast recording. Uh-huh. Uh, everything else is like after midnight that we're playing. Just that's all right. Yeah. Oh, that's all oh right. it's fine. I It's fun because we'll be the... Uh, We'll be closing down the nights that we're playing, so that'll be fun. But um, yeah, I don't know. So that's I'm been proud. A, that's I, been a honestly, big thing I'm this just week. really super proud because not everybody is invited to get to do those it's things. It's true. And that is. It's true, and that's what I also need to kind of keep in check. Is it's like one we actively signed up to do this festival, um, and and it is a, a a thing that not everybody gets to yeah. do and i really am grateful for yeah. the opportunity to do it and so i want to keep that stuff in the forefront of my mind going into this how cool of an opportunity is uh that it is other rather than be so bogged down by feeling stressed about it that i'm not even looking forward to it I, it's just you know it it, reco- I, it reminds me the the three of us anchor girlfriends were out today you know to a movie and then having dinner at one of their houses and we're very open with each other, and I just had to really appreciate how one of the gals said, "You know, I was trying to think of excuses on how to get out of this today." I just didn't, <laughs> yeah. and it was like, "No, I mean, ultimately, it was I'm really glad I came. We had a really good time, but I get it. Yeah, sometimes you sign up for something that you think is gonna be really, really fun, and even, I mean, your friends, what's not to enjoy? But you're just kind of tired, and you just kind of want to stay home. And she was honest about, I. I was looking on ways to ditch you people. It's a good thing to be honest about because there's almost no better feeling that I get sometimes than when plans fall apart. I know. It's It's like, like, oh, I have freedom. As if the other thing is what's the opposite of freedom. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh man, I already allocated this time to doing this. And now it's it's wide open. It's like snow day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And it feels so weird to be like, I'm so glad you also don't want to hang out with me today. But it's just like, oh, cool. Yeah. Well, when your friends can all go, I know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really cool. <laughs> um, I got a call this morning from the um, American Red Cross. They want more yeah. of your blood? Well, you know, I just did give blood maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, set in world records. Four minutes, 23 seconds. Boom, one <laughs> yeah. pint. Well, so apparently, well, I got a call asking if I would go in and get blood platelets. And it's in Boise. And again, yeah, I oh, got the time. Yeah. With a Biomet place? Um, Somewhere on Franklin Boulevard. I, I suppose oh, it's an yeah, American yeah. Red Cross station thing. Anyway, AM. You know I'm a morning person. But I yeah. will be there. Uh, hooked up to, t- I guess giving platelets is different. You're like you have blood coming out and then coming back into you. Yeah. That sounds kind of weird. Well, so I think that's what I used to do for extra money. Yeah, uh, nobody offered to pay me, and I didn't really donate. go. I guess American that's blood plasma. Cost. That's not the same. No, I'm, platelets isn't plasma. Oh, is it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, let's say they're not, because they're different P words. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't say, I mean, do they say they're going to give you that money? Well, no, but I mean, you know. Well, I, mean, I, I do think I didn't it's, ask, I do think it's but... different. The, the blood plasma thing was similar in the sense that, like, you had one needle in your arm, and then it took blood out, and then it... It put like saline or something back in to sort of, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the whole science behind mm, yeah. it. But well, anyway, it was you can give platelets every seven days. Okay. So and whereas you know you donate blood, it's fifty six days before you, that is all you know you've refilled your tank. Um, but but the platelets can be uh, rejuvenate, I guess, every three days or something, so they can pull it out. It's like what's used to clot blood. Yeah. And so um, they use it in surgeries and in, um, you know, uh, people going through chemo, that kind of stuff. And it, again, I was, I'll take your early time. I'll take your bad time. I'll take, you can have it. I don't care. I mean, I really, if it can turn around somebody else's day, let's do it. Yeah. And um, it was, you know, I just, I'm looking forward to it again. And yeah. Happy to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool thing that, like you were saying, it's it's kind of a smaller, it's a small thing that you can do, but that really can make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just think about, in doing that's one way I can honor Dad. I mm-hmm. mean, um, 
giving it so that another that the outcome that we've in in I want to say enjoyed, but that's not the right word at all. Huh. But the outcome that we've de- dealt with is not necessarily an outcome that every family has, has to to go, to go through. And um, so that was that was a really interesting call, you know, out of the blue for that. Yeah. And um, here in the county we're in, um, an assistance league is starting up, and I'm on the steering committee for that. And then I got a call asking me to go to the um, the Rotary Club's luncheon. I, what? I know. So what is a Rotary Club? The Rotary Club is a service organization, Rotarians, and in our town they do a lot of things. I know I'm familiar with from the school. Um, they raise money at the rodeo. They do. I mean, it just looks yeah. like they're busy doing good stuff. And um, so, as my days at one point seemed really open, it's like, wait a minute. It's like it almost seems like a schedule is kind of falling in around. Starting to you. fall in around it, and I I am able to to do those things that I feel can make a difference in our community, you know, for families, for individuals. Um, so again, I'm honored when people think of me yeah. as a person who, who could do that. And then, um, so who's getting a hold of you? Is it because of your connections with the schools? And, diff- yeah. And- different people just that I've lived in this town quite a long time. Yeah. And, um, so I don't know. It's just like, it feels it feels like a future is opening up a little bit yeah yeah it's it was weird i've been watching um on netflix um uh what is it called the the midwife the um, oh i've heard of it I've yeah heard it's of the show. really really yeah, really yeah. good and a saying that was on one of them that i was watching um at, you know after somebody really special had passed away was you know what you do is you keep on living until you feel alive again which is just yeah it's what we're doing we've you know living is putting in the time yeah and eventually we'll feel i'll feel alive again in yeah. my life a life that that i'm living again and, and i like i liked that no keep that... on living till you feel alive again I'm yeah like, well I think no, that's awesome, uh, and that's a, a really like um, that resonates with me in that same sense that I know that we've talked about a couple times now, where I feel almost like the the path that I've been taking for so long. I don't know. I I used to get such a sensation of living, like this is, this, this is living, is, yeah, like, this yeah. is awesome, um, and that sense. And I you know I attribute a lot of that to. Um, not in a negative way, but but since Dad's passing, just the, the the forced perspective that I've had to 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 really look at at my life and life in general, uh, you know, uh, to be like, what is it that like, I don't, like you know, it kind of brought to light that I don't necessarily feel as like jazzed it's up about inspired, this stuff. It inspired it, it, that it, stuff, it, yeah, and you know, and so that that's been really something that I've been dealing with a lot because it's a kind of um, intense feeling of like uh, almost like oh no like it, it kind of makes me feel lost a little yeah because that sort of and the fear that what if I never feel inspired again right what is it that I need to find to really give me that big uh, life like push you know and uh, and I think I'm right now I'm so focused and fixated on the what's coming up and and yeah. and whatnot and and the people that I, I make music with are people that I'm one closest to yeah. some of the people I'm closest to right now and people I love some of definitely my healthiest relationships mm-hmm. and and people collaborating with and uh so I don't know if I'm quite ready to to re-examine like what else is out there because I'm really kind of in the middle of this um but I've talked with with some of my bandmates about um about these feelings and it's been what I've noticed, um, just today I had a talk with some of the guys in one of the bands I'm in, um, but is that I make it up in my head of like, if I express how I'm feeling about this, like it's going to push them away from me. But really it's been met with like, hey, whatever we end up doing, like I love you. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like I, and it's just so, uh, we're going to talk more about it when we get together all face to face and stuff, but it's just that. I put so much worry in like upsetting or disappointing these people that yeah. I love and I collaborate with and have shared like memory going on tour with and things yeah. and uh, 
to to have it be like okay, I'm gonna express my feelings to you guys about how I about all this stuff, and have to have that be met with like, yeah, we're gonna figure this out, but just know that like we all love you, like we love each other. It was yeah. a really, um, it was a really like relieving yeah, sort of exactly. feeling. But it's also then it's like, well, now I'm questioning everything even more. I just want to keep doing it. <laughs> I don't know, you know. So it's it's it just, is. But yeah, that that's sort of what you're saying of that feeling of. Uh, yeah, living till you feel alive. alive like, yeah. um, that's that sort of crossroads I'm kind of looking at of just like, it, part of that might be like saying goodbye to some things yeah, that, yeah. you know, if if it's all in service of of finding that next big big thing, um, I don't know. Something that that I've done that you can see in the room, and maybe you can tell me what you think about it, is. Uh, I, I have taken off my wedding ring, my wedding band. There were three rings that were attached together. Uh, of course, when we got engaged, there's an engagement ring, and then there was the wedding band, which was thin and attached to it. And then after many years, we had, it's called a eternity band. And uh, they were all three put together. And um, so I took it in, and I haven't been wearing my wedding ring for a week. What does that feel like to you? I mean, as, as, when you just when you were saying I have maybe you have to say goodbye to something, in the effort to move forward to something else. Um, it's been six months. How does it feel to you to have me not wearing a wedding ring? I I mean, maybe it's just me. I don't know, but it doesn't it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of those things that. Uh, and now in saying this too, yeah. I did put out a. Uh, a text to all three of my sons mm-hmm. to say, I'm taking them in. I'm having them separate. I'm going to just be wearing one. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think don't don't lose it. You know, when yeah. you see when you see that, just out of the sake of communication. But yeah. I didn't ask anyone's permission. But um, is it like I just remember because my mother passed away that my dad wore his uh, wedding band over a year. And uh, I remember just seeing him. And, and so from the first time your dad ever holds you, he's wearing his wedding band. You know, I mean, your first time your mother ever is with you, she's wearing her, you know, in our family, yeah. the wedding band. So that's just a piece of jewelry that you associate with that person a lot. Yeah. And then when they take it off, is it is it a weird... You're okay with it then. I... Oh, I mean, now that you said that, I'm no, like, No, I don't oh, want to make it weird. Now I don't want to make it no, weird. No. Now I'm mom. <laughs> no, uh, I... It was well, a bigger decision on my end. I hope that well, that's the it's thing being is, received well. Absolutely. I think, because for me, what it is, is um, that I just have full trust and faith in you. Because in my mind, what it, it is now that the dad's passed, it, like, we're here. I yeah. mean, and that's that's the fact of it. And sometimes it's, like, a harder, it's easier to say than, like, yeah. uh, accept. Yeah. But it's, like... We're all still here, and so we have to do the things for us that that help us keep right. moving forward. And so, to me, if if you decide to, I mean, get them separated, or to even just not wear them at all, like that's something that I completely trust you in, right? Because that's a decision that I know that you wouldn't just be like, "Nah, I'm gonna take this off," like whatever. It's yeah. like yeah. just because I know you that a lot of thought goes into things like yeah. that. Along, yeah, um, like getting two dogs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tons of thought. Throwing a little bit of whim on there too. But. No, it's true. But and I, as I think about you know the choice I make to take it off, I feel I feel good about it. But I also feel. What are people going to say about me? Because as you move around, the public, the community, the things, all of a sudden a woman who, you know, their husband passed away, all of a sudden isn't wearing her ring. There is just a, I don't know, maybe nobody thinks anything of it. Maybe, but I think there's some, you know, it is. You oh, I'm sure. It's a, and there's and a lot it, of traditional sort of right. folks around where we live. And uh, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I think anywhere, where anyone lives, there's going to be people who will be like, oh, I noticed that so-and-so took her ring what off. Does, what is she you know? doing? But I guess, I mean, yeah. the truth to that is, like, mind your own yeah. business. <laughs> I don't yeah. like... Well, I mean, I was engaged to him. I was yeah. married to him. And sadly, we are no longer married. But I will keep the eternity ring, our 
want to say infinity ring, but I think it means eternity ring. Yeah. But I will wear it probably on my right hand. Do you, now is that a, I mean, maybe it's too soon to ask really, but is that a decision that you want to wear that ring um, for you? Or do you do you want to wear it because you feel like it's an, yeah, ob, I, like an obligation? No, no the, the, the one, the, the eternity ring that I'll wear still feels really right because eternity is is beyond it's the what the marriage it's the yeah. love you know so i'm i feel really good about keeping that with me mm-hmm. from him yeah but the other two it got to be where i would look at them and think well someday these have to come off someday yeah. yeah and i mean i i i mean it's kind of goofy i've been you know uh, looking at old people online going what you're my age what in the world yeah. kind of thing I mean a couple of times with friends you know meeting people oh I know, but, I know. and yeah, doing yeah. that but wearing the wedding ring didn't it didn't uh, gel sure it, and it's like am I pretending that I am really open to meeting new people or am I really open to meeting new people not saying what I will do with new people I'll probably be scared to death of them for a long <laughs> time but still um, do you feel more single not wearing uh, the ring? I almost feel you almost kind of have to. I don't know. But like when to to take off the ring to go get it separated or, or for mm-hmm. anything, does it – well, I mean in general, have you – you've always worn – Always. Always. Day and night. Yeah, because, yeah. And so, so, I mean just not having something on the finger I'm sure just feels weird. It does. It, but, it does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, I mean, do you feel more – do you feel any different, I guess, not wearing it? Well, initially, um, initially I did feel different. Like, people are going to all notice. This whole world will probably stop turning on its axis. Did you feel kind of like naked almost? Or just like, yeah. I don't, there's, yeah. This world will stop turning on its axis because I am un, I am, I am not wearing my ring. Then I got thinking, is what is this, this ring at this point? Is this like a... A badge of stay back, people. I don't want to meet any people, kind of yeah, thing. Is yeah. it like you know, you hold up your magic bracelets like, as Wonder Woman? Yeah. And um, I don't. You just when you for me when it started to be a question of not if I'll take them off, but when. Yeah. Then it's just it, it's like it, it's probably time then, um, and 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 I'm happy to have the uh, eternity. You know, really. yeah. Um, but um, you know, the wedding, w- the the engagement ring was given to me to be engaged, and the wedding ring was for a wedding, and we were married thirty three years, but we are not at this time. So um, it it was time, I think. Yeah. But I want you know. But again, as a mom, I want to make sure my family is settled with it like gosh could she have got it off any sooner <laughs> kind of thoughts or did no. she wear it 10 years or you know or, hundred, or some women never take off their wedding rings yeah so um and I guess those are personal choices yeah and I have to be brave and think if somebody is making a judgment of me and the love I had for your dad or have for your dad based upon a ring that's not on me that's not on you at all. That's the That's thing. That's their is. I think there's issue. a lot of there. Anyone who would see that you're not wearing your ring and would have a judgment on it yeah. really needs to look at themselves and yeah. maybe get a get a hobby. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But like because uh, they don't know me well enough. They don't know. And, and they, to make an assessment like that is so crappy to do. Like, but it's not uncommon. And I think yeah. women are value a value of being a married woman and or a single woman or a widowed woman or a, a divorced yeah. woman or I mean there's values placed upon I don't know about men as much but I think women um, do some women do judge other women for that and I guess at my age I probably should care less <laughs> well, but I'm working I don't know. on it. I'm working I don't know. on it. Exactly. I mean, having, I mean, there's a level of self-confidence that I think has to be uh, when you, right when you lose your partner, you lose your spouse, that idea of even self is like totally thrown in the sure. air. And yeah. so self-confidence yeah. is like not, is right there with it. Yeah. And so to be able to kind of make those decisions of like, no, I'm ready to take these off. I'm just mm-hmm. going to wear this one. Yeah. Um, kind of a thing like 
that's probably also one of those easier said than done because it's like yeah I mean especially if you do feel like there's people that you don't want people to have an opinion about you I mean yeah. I can say all I want like oh go yeah. get a hobby yeah. but I don't want someone thinking anything of me you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you don't I mean well, it's got to be a different no, thing. But in some ways, in some ways, I I want to stand strong in my convictions, and maybe not saying my decision was what every woman's decision would ever be, but it be an example of standing strong in your convictions, whatever they are. Yeah. To to be, if you want to be in in public looking married still, that's great because you know in your heart you are. Um, anybody who wants to know about it, I guess, just needs to ask how much I love your dad. And yeah. I don't know. It's not a ring. Right. It's beyond that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, for what it's worth, I think it's a, a fine idea. I think it is one of those things where you said, if you if you got to the point where you're like, what is, should I be wearing that? When it becomes a question uh-huh. and stuff. And I don't know. And maybe just, I guess I'm wondering, because I'm sure this is something that um, a lot of married people struggle with the the ring and stuff uh when you take it off when you're not wearing it mm-hmm. do you feel like less connected to dad at all Mm-mm. no no yeah then i guess it doesn't really no it doesn't matter if you're wearing it or not other than i don't know yeah it, per- I personal mean, it, preference i suppose right it it matters but but again it's an it's an object that symbolized something else and it's made of materials the the diamond in it itself belonged to your great-grandmother on your dad's side of the family mm-hmm. um it was it, it just symbolizes something that's lovely i don't need it on my hand to remember that i was married i'll i won't forget that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a long time to be married <laughs> i won't forget it and um and just wearing something else to help with it was a gift from dad that's great mm. i i'm cool with that i'm way cool with that but mm. but as um smart as i am i think i'm pretty smart and as kind of independent as i can be it's the culture still creeps in of yeah. like somebody is going to get their panties in a twist over my ring not being on because it seems like it wasn't two years or something right you know, I don't know who that person is. It's just that somebody out there that I have on my shoulder. Of, uh, yeah, uh, of course. There's that, that sort of critical voice of society that we hear of, of all kinds of things. Um, I, it's not the same. It's not the same. But I still struggle telling a lot of my male friends that I go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I struggle with a lot of the that sort of, like, ideas that... I mean, even growing up, I mean, it wasn't uncommon to hear, like, suck it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you got a problem, suck it up. Okay. The li- life moves on. You got some on. choices. You can either go deal yeah. with it or just keep it. I mean, whatever. Yeah. 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 And if so, you're not going to go, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just those things of... Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. And, and yeah. And yeah. keep your problems your own, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so I think there... And I, I always have that voice of, like... Uh, I don't like that's weird or like it's the most I'll... critical voice in the world that we are sometimes on ourselves mm-hmm. it's so hard and uh, yeah and so I just approach it I mean it's just this one person's thing but of just being like uh, I think it's how important it is to to try to become in tune with intuition and try to 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 learn where and when to mm-hmm. trust yourself yeah. and to know when you have your own back of, in the right way like for me it was when I decided to to make the leap to go to therapy and mm-hmm. do that, that it was like, I don't care what other people think yeah. because I know that this is what I need right mm-hmm. now, uh, and this is what's right for me. Um, and that was something I was really that I'm currently like one of like. It, it helps me on that journey of like loving myself yeah. to be like you're doing you're investing in yourself like you're making efforts to better your situation right. for the future right. or whatever but so just to to look at that like hear that society voice that i run through my head and be like whatever that is isn't the same voice that tells me that i love me or that mm-hmm. i 
uh, know what's best for me right. kind of a thing. And so just working on that. But but it's hard. It's hard to listen to that part of ourselves, to myself, uh, to always know if I have my best interest in mind or, or if it's anxiety or yeah. if it's whatever. It, yeah. It's a really and kind to, of... It's whatever it is, you have to validate it and say this voice may have a valid point. Let me run it up the flagpole. Right. Okay, that voice, you're out. We're done. I know. It, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, it comes You're not of, helpful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. It's interesting, the the places that this uh, this journey has taken us and, and, you know, the things that it's opened up and that we've had to touch on and accept or reject or, you know, it's so... To me, everything kind of feels like trial and error. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna step yeah. out. I'm gonna see how this goes, and then assess from there. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It, to me, it does make me feel good knowing that you'll still have that infinity band or, yeah. or uh, eternity band. Um, just because I do think it's a cool symbol. It is. You know, and I know that. And that's beyond life. Right. That's, that's beyond, and that. That wasn't an event, you know, that's, that is the, um, sort of, that's the history of this relationship. And I, I love that. Like the legacy of the love that you guys create together. So in order to wear one, you know, I, I, I've, uh, I'm leaving a couple behind. Yeah. But not a couple symbols of something that was special. And, and that's okay. That, That doesn't, it doesn't diminish any of the marriage or the engagement or any of it uh, that's all still there so yeah had another strange thing happen this week I read it change subjects yeah what is it well again then you know we've had a in our neighborhood death of a guy who lived across the street so Jan his wife was uh, and I were I, I call her every day or two just a friend check friend check yeah and, you know, taking my, you know, last week we talked with Julie that about you're, the support you're the Julie. person. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm taking my, my, uh, yeah. No, what would Julie do? Yeah, kind of yeah, bracelet on. Yeah, yeah. So I give her a call. Anyway, so uh, the gentleman who passed was being cremated and um, she was going to have him, you know, his ashes at the house. And I was just, actually I was at her house visiting with her and then she mentioned, she said, do you think that's, you know, maybe, maybe I should go get a, a, a plot. She goes, and then, and then she started apologizing. She said, I am so sorry to bring this up to you. It probably opens old wounds for you. It just, you know, opens old wounds. And it, it was so interesting. But first of all, opens old, wound, old, old wounds makes me feel like um, they were old and they're not current. Because that's not the case. Right. And, like and how that's much healing one do thing. you think I've done? Well, yeah. well, that's the thing is they will... It'll probably never be an old wound. It'll always be in my experience, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, that bag of experiences you bring across. But the, um, and I just said it in some ways that's really helpful to help other people too. Well, um, she made the decision to go get a plot up at the cemetery. And she didn't know how to do that. Guess who's done that? Yeah, yeah. Got her in my car and we drove up there. And we went in and to the office and, and and in, you know, half an hour, she had a plot, not just for, you know, for, for both of them. Yeah. When her time comes as well. And standing out there on this plot of ground and I said, well, you know, when you stand right here and, you know, you'll be here remembering him and thinking about, it, what do you like about, do you like this view? And she goes, I do. I really like how you can see out here and, yeah. and the trees there and. I said, that sounds great, you know, and um, when she left there, she had a sense of relief. Now, he hasn't been gone two weeks, but she was carrying a sense of like, I'm glad I did that. Right. And I said to her, Jan, you know, do these things now with, you know, you've got, I can help you and don't try and protect me because these are things... There had to be a reason I had to go through this, and maybe that reason was now I know how to do this. So yeah. I don't, I can't grieve for you, but I do know how to get you a plot. Yeah. So here we go, and um, and I felt, I can't say I feel good, 
because she's in a bad situation and I learned of it from a bad, you know, hard situation, but I can just say how connected I felt with her to help her walk the beginning steps of a really hard journey. Yeah. um, With some of the practical things of how you do, you know, how you go about doing what what you do to bury a person. Yeah, I mean, and how easy it is to recall um, those moments for myself, at least, like when little things would get done or things would happen and you almost, in those sort of like early moments of feeling really like in grief, that sense of relief of like, all right, that's one thing that's out of the way. Yeah. And to be able to help provide that with somebody or to, you know, I don't know, I'm sure she could have figured out how to do this but to, for you to be like I've done this I know how this goes like mm-hmm. let's go yeah and then be able to help her like yeah that's a really huge thing that to do yeah. with somebody her, in her that sort of state of, of just being relieved and I remember you know all the in early days of grief when things come at you it's not like your mind is in a place where you can prioritize what's important and what's really not important and so he'll have some kind of a graveside service in the spring and some friends had offered to you know make some like a some lunch stuff or snack mm. stuff after the the service and so she had this option of a a taco bar or a baked potato bar and and for her in her head on that day that we're picking out his plot that was up at the top of the, the list of things of which one do you think yeah tacos or potatoes and i i couldn't say to her it doesn't matter cuz in that moment it's just a big deal. Yeah, everything. I yeah. said tacos. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I'll vote for tacos. They're easy to carry around, and you know. And um, just right now, when you brought that up, I was like, tacos, potatoes, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So filling on a potato yeah. or a taco, but um, she's just got a very sweet heart. But but this is new, and I there's no I I in my head there is no good reason. There is no good reason your dad had to have cancer and die there's nothing good from that no for me the experiences though that i've gained because of that path that we walked that season um if they can be used to help me support someone else good i'm glad yeah i can help you i'm glad i can give blood i'm glad i can (laughs) you know kind of stuff but um it was really interesting to be called some of those skills were called upon of things i haven't hadn't done in a long time to sit in that room where I bought dad's plot with someone else yeah it was kind of nice not to be in her shoes Mm -hmm. right right to to be like I remember how this feels Mm -hmm. yeah um I mean yeah I feel so horrible for her I feel uh that whole thing is really sad I um but it is one of those things where it's it's nice to be like like you were saying uh, last week, I think, or the week before too, of of knowing what our where our journey, not even knowing where it's at, but but experiencing our journey, and then having another kind of event occur where you're kind of then called upon to be like, okay, I actually have some mm-hmm. helpful yeah uh, information yeah. to sort of yeah be pulled out of the like where am I at what am I doing to be like okay I'm helping someone yeah. now is a really yeah. good feeling yeah. I think to 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 get out of whenever I have an opportunity that I can um, be helpful to somebody to pull it out to pull myself out of whatever mm-hmm. story I'm wrapped up in that I'm centered around it's a really like okay yes thank you like this mm-hmm. is uh, yeah cause it's remember, nice to be able to help and not yeah. feel like you are help like the one needing it well we've been there in the needing it part and 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 when you need it you just need it you just Mm-hmm. You know, thank God we didn't have to go through things alone. We had people who knew what was going on. Yeah. Family and friends and who were just so helpful that if um, if if I can be that for somebody, I'm I'm good with that. Absolutely. So it, it's, it's been a strange week. Super strange, full of cute animals and really uh, wild stuff. And no roadkill yet. No roadkill. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is... Yeah, it's been a week. It's been I'm a week. Saying, I don't feel bad that I didn't read this week. I, who had time for reading <laughs> no. this week? Nobody. Bigger things are afoot. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, well, 
Dang. What let's... are you going to do next week? I know. This upcoming week? All right. What are we working with here? Um... Ooh, I don't know. I... Oh, I'm, I'm struggling. Do you have anything? I should have thought about this well, beforehand. <laughs> I, um, I'm going to just piggyback off something else we had talked about. With this upcoming week, I have something scheduled every single day. The only day I didn't have something scheduled was Friday, and now I'm, I'm giving uh, something, platelets. Mm-hmm. So, but here's what I'm going to do, because I know when I wake up in the morning, I will have thought, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. I'm going to do the self-talk of um, I get to go save 18 lives today. <laughs> yeah. No biggie. No yeah. biggie. I get to go to some committee meetings of, and to participate with other people who really want to bolster our community. Um, I'm going to make sure that as I... I I'm, I'm going to really work on... Uh, building in the enthusiasm that I can through self-talk, you know, it's not, not quite uh, feeling alive yet, Mm -hmm. but, but determined to keep living. So that's what my plan is. Yeah. That's a good, with with some, with some uh, good, good vibes. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that that's awesome. I mean, I remember it came down. I mean, it's literally, literally a couple times, like it feels silly but like I've I've looked at myself in the mirror and been like, hey, like I love you, I got you. Uh, we've gone through some shit like yeah. recently, yeah. Um, and you can take this, yeah. you know. Um, it's really yeah, it's a, a good thing to talk to you. You have that self talk. Yeah. Um, well, here's the other thing. Sometimes I I've heard of this, and actually I have I have a picture of myself when I was four. It's down in my office downstairs. But to look at a picture of you when you were a kid and say to you, or to say to that child, I'm, I'm taking care of you. Yeah. I'm taking care of you. And um, you're still them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... You're their future person. And uh-huh. I'm, I am, I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's wild. I know. It, it's crazy. And to do it to ourselves. Absolutely. I'm um, getting something here for you, so I'm crossing the room. <laughs> well, okay, so my goal for this week is um, I think I'm going to... Oh, you found a cute picture of me. It's <laughs> a little flower. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till your next birthday. That one will be on Facebook. <laughs> it looks like a little daffodil, a little yellow flower with your face peeking out the middle of it. It's cute. Um, so this week, um, I know I'm going to have... a. At least one big conversation with one of the the one of the bands I'm in, a couple of the guys that I play music with, um, about the future of of myself with this project and um, and just where that's all at. And so knowing that that's coming up, I really am going to take time this week to um, I just reflect on where where it is that I do see myself going. Have that have a talk with myself too of like what where do you want to go? Like what what do you feel is calling you? What do you feel is the best decision for you? Um, what are you willing to yeah. leave behind to move forward? Exactly. What am I? Yeah, exactly. What am I willing to 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 say goodbye to in a sense, uh, or or in service of of continuing forward? Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and then talk with them and and see where where it lines up and and just see where it's going. But knowing that. Uh, I have their love and support is going to be huge and 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 I don't want to quit the band by any means I just I don't I don't want to be a squeaky wheel on a, a a journey of like if 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 they have big plans and, and big ambitions to do these things I don't want to I don't want to be holding anyone back no yeah. so I, that's what I need to ask myself is 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 what am I willing to do what, where am I willing to be um and really just look at the future that way. Mm-hmm. Not a part of the goal, but what I do plan on doing this week is sending out a few more emails. I did get an email back from that school I, I, I sent out to um, about what do I need to do as someone who at high school didn't take this seriously mm-hmm. and now really want to kind of go to school. Uh, and the answer I got back was kind of unsatisfying in the sense of it was like, well, you 
take your ACT and enroll as a full as a first time student. I was like, okay, well, I don't. Th- okay, I can. I mean, I can try to do that, but I feel like there's other things uh, non traditional students can can do. So I, I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. I'm gonna look into that more yeah. too. But well, I'm that's not gonna, one answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's an answer exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just gonna uh, yeah do that. Think about the future. Uh, sure. Maybe just put out some some lures and see what I get absolutely and then I think Matt when it's when you hit on the right one you're just gonna know it you, I think so too. I think it'll happen yeah well I because I know when I when I first started playing in bands and I first started doing it it's what I love I mean it was my first big love mm-hmm. I think in in my adult life right. of like this is cool this is yeah. I love this um and it's so it's just interesting where it's at now mm-hmm. but um but knowing that that is a feeling that I've experienced and that is a feeling I want to experience again and I'm going to get there. Yeah. Um, but I don't know when. Um, That's okay because, you know, at the, at the, as the journey goes, uh, we, we always are reinventing ourselves. And, um, or I, I hope we are. I hope we are. That we are always learning and doing new things. And um, it doesn't mean... What you did before wasn't good enough. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it to death. Um, yeah. And yeah. But I don't know. I Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Thank you for listening and and joining us with, with our journey. It is so encouraging to, to, to hear from you. Yeah. Um, and we would love to hear from you. If you trust us with your, your stories, you can... Uh, write us at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Um, seriously, anything goes. It's a completely judgment-free zone. And we are not professionals, In, but we certainly means. do care, and we are uh, just part of this group that that I guess our strength is that we're coming along together. Exactly. It's a, it's a communal feeling. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we just appreciate you being here with us. If we can do anything for you, uh, we would love to. But, Absolutely. Um, yeah, just yeah. Know that you're a, a person of value, and you bring a lot of of great things with you. Um, and yeah, I don't know. So yes, thank it's you. It's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll check back back with you next week. Until then, we'll keep keep dealing, dealing with, with it. it.